Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to You Down, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. And then when I realized that those acts of self-care manifest in me living the life that I want to live, I was like, oh, I'm going to do all the stuff I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? And welcome back to You You Down. Down, a podcast where four funny honeys come together and talk about what's going on in the culture. I'm Ashley Holston. I'm Shakira Janae Pei. I'm Mamiya Aforo. And I'm Yasmin Monet Watkins. But collectively, we are known as Obama's other daughters. And today we're asking, are you down with self-care? Now, more than ever, it's important to show ourselves love. It's a crucial part of maintaining mental health, and we want to discuss how and why we practice self-love in our lives. But first, a group check-in. Ladies, what are you loving? What are you hating? I hate. Ooh, all right. Detest. Despise. Ooh, it made me hot watching Bridgerton. Did Have you guys watched oh. That, oh. that show? Did you guys watch it? Did y'all see Mm-mm. the way they played my girl Marina? They did or Miranda Dirty. The black girl that they like trapped up in there as a slave. Oh. 
because she was knocked up. Um, yeah. Y'all remember that? Have y'all seen it? No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pretend I was like, like I somebody have. say something to this girl. <laughs> I'm so upset. Y'all ain't seen it. I've seen I it. I don't want to be a bad Shonda. Like, I know. Oh, no. I, oh. Look, Shonda, I loved... Oh. Uh, Shonda, I, re- I binged the whole thing in a night. I know you did. <laughs> I fucked up my sleep schedule for you, girl. Shonda I didn't did. write it. She just producing it. I know. Yeah. But also, the, as many shows as Shonda got, we can't watch them all, y'all. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> we be sitting down all, all our whole life. And let me be clear. I don't hate the show. I just hate what they did to Miranda. Like that black girl did, did not they deserve did to that. Her? What did they do? Yes, one. Did you just look at your notes? I wrote. I wrote a whole <laughs> thing. I'm not gonna she do the whole really thing, guys. I am scrolling down. I'm like, what is she looking at? Yes. Wow. So We're gonna do a clubhouse <laughs> after this um, to talk about Miranda. From no, I'm just kidding. But um, oh. I I agree. I do feel like her storyline was a little dusty. So sad. Um, a little dusty. Cause she was tragic. <laughs> but <laughs> not black girl magic. Black girl tragic. Do that. For black women next season. Yes. Okay. Um, but I did like, you know, the part that was a little, a lot for me, it was like her flowering and she was young. Oh, and yeah. the guy that she her married, flowering. like she, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, she went to court for the first time. And I don't know the age range on this, but the girl who plays the lead looks 14 in my mind. Like she looks very young and then she gets married off and they having a lot of sex. And I was like, but he a grown-ass man. Shall we having sex with this man? Oh, too much, too much, too much. But um, oh. it's a hot show. There are I enjoyed it, but it was a few moments where I was like, hmm, okay. Mm. When Miranda um, apologized to Penelope, I almost threw the TV. I was like, no, no, girl, you don't owe them. Okay. Yeah, I was Shonda, so annoyed by you. We love you, girl. Yeah, there were a few moments in that that whole household. That little one, uh, that one little hating ass, little snitching ass. Need to do a, start a text thread okay, or something. Sorry, right, not the time. When else can I hate you? In relation to hating stuff about black women, I'm like kind of disturbed. I love... Chloe Bailey and her whole... I've talked about mm-hmm. yeah. um, Chloe and Haley on here before, but I think they're angels from above. Yes. But, you know, Chloe is like, I have my own Instagram now. Yes. Doing what she wants on her page, showing that ass that we've all and seen and wondering yep, what That's it looked like. Mm-hmm. She gave it. She gave a taste. She put in busted, the busted challenge. <laughs> yeah, but that silhouette. And people are so hating. Old. She did that busted challenge. I said, oh, that's why Disney didn't choose you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They are hating. You're out here busting it. It's all, yeah. And it's mostly women hating, which is so sad. Of course. Like, I mean, she's a gorgeous girl who they want to be like, you just want some attention. You know, I feel like people always want to hate on, like, yeah. just a cute girl trying to live her life. Right? Let yeah, and live. she's not even that girl. She's like... The least that, I mean, I don't know her personally. I'm like, I know. She would never. Even if she was that girl, I mean, she dancing. Mm -hmm. Everybody dancing on the internet. Everybody really. And then in the one, she just turned around, simply. It's not her fault that your eyes fell out of your head. From that Mm -hmm. bodo, bodo. The girl got it. Exactly. The girl got it. But people really exactly. love policing black women and like mm-hmm. what we do with our bodies and it's and how we put them on display and mm-hmm. when, right? But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's interesting how we even as women are so influenced by the patriarchy. 
I mean, it's mm-hmm. and controlling very, other women. Deep. It's deep in all James of us. James Brown said it. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. <laughs> okay, what what's everyone else loving or hating? Well, in the vein of Chloe Bailey, I am loving that Gronish is back. Mm. I love that it's back. It took forever. The pandemic took it away from me. <laughs> and what I realized is that I'm my grandmother watching her stories. Like back when I was a kid, my grandma would be like, don't be, don't be out here all loud. I'm watching my stories. <laughs> and as cheesy as these shows are, like I see it. The acting is poor. The, 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 the scripts are not the best written. They're not highbrow, but... It's giving me what I want. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I'm just so glad that. Gronish is back. But I think Gronish is better than a lot of, you know, the other. It's a step up from like there. Secret Life of the American yes. Teenager. Like, like that was pretty bad. <laughs> step up. And, but that was also a story I watched and I knew but it was bad. It's soapy. Like you, it is. I feel like people love, like, there's a part of us that, yes, we want these complex, um, what's that movie from last year? With the Asian family, with the thing too in their Par- parasite, yeah. parasite. But I told parasite. y'all, like <laughs> parasite and White Tiger. Y'all need to watch White Tiger. I I need to watch White Tiger. I haven't. I, I love Parasite, but that's like very cerebral and high whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just want to watch a story and you, that you can predict what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And look at cute outfits, and they yeah. change their hair so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cute. Yeah, I will say I love the fashion on. Grownish. Oh yeah. The fashion, the hair. Um, this will just be my love today. I'm agreeing with that, but I'm also gonna throw in <laughs> that I love Here I got like 50 levels of love. <laughs> <laughs> the the makeup on Euphoria. I just watched Hunter Schaefer's take they they have like uh two different you know, Special. episodes about one just about Zendaya's character and one about Hunter Schaefer's character. And both of them are so good, but I really liked Hunter Schaefer's. And it had like such an interesting POV. She helped write it as well, which I think was so smart because yeah. you can't tell that story without having authenticity. So I highly recommend that. I like that you started with makeup. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I only want to go back to it because I've seen that people are really doing big on glitter right now because that's what Euphoria is all about. And, uh, well, it's not all about, but the makeup is very glittery, very sparkly. And y'all just watch your eyes while you out there because I know a girl who got glitter in her eye as a child and she had a big old black mark in her eye. And and I... Just watch out for your eyes. Oh my eyes. gosh. Okay. This That's is a horror. Wow. Disturbing. That's terrifying. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell people out here you on No, we hate it, y'all. I think it's time for us to talk about what we're here to talk about. Today, we're talking about self care. And just as Black women in this time, in any time, we just carry so much weight, like the weight mm. of the world on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, uh, what is it? Atlas photo of the right. person with the like globe. Like black woman, the yes. of the world. I was exactly. thinking of Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about Eminem? Eminem had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Sometimes it feels, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Haley's song. Oh, okay, yes. Kim, Haley's I didn't song. know you was a fan. I, I was a fan. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's literally like people think we're superhuman. I mean, people think we have a higher pain tolerance, literally. That is mm-hmm. in old school textbooks that black women can tolerate more pain and don't need as many drugs while giving birth. I digress. But we save the world, we save our people, but at what cost? 
And I love this quote from Audre Lorde that is, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And this is an act of political warfare. Ooh, let's go, Audrey. Ah, ah. I just feel like, what does that mean in today's day and age? And we'll get into it, but first, a word from our sponsors. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. All right, welcome back. And let's dive in. Are y'all down with self-care? Heck yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Me too. I don't know anyone more down with self-care than Yasmin. That's true. (laughs) It's taken me a long time to get to this place. I feel like there. I had so much hate for myself for like, you know, when we're talking about self-care that that necessity to also link that to like self-love or like that I'm able to care for myself because I love myself. But it's been a hard-fought journey of not shaming myself for who I am or embracing who I am fully and being able to live in the way that feels right to my spirit. And like, I don't know. I was not always this way. I don't think I even knew the word self-care until I was like 25. And like the idea of self-love wasn't 
something. I mean, I knew the word. I've heard it before. <laughs> you know, I read Cosmo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's where I learned to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, there was just a disconnect growing up. I felt like if you loved yourself too much, you were narcissistic or mm-hmm. you weren't a good Christian. Like, my mom is, you know, y'all know how she is. She's gun ho. So I do remember, you know, Jesus first, your family, other people around you take care of other people, and then you. And for me, that didn't foster a good relationship of self-love and self-care. I eventually got there. I'll say once I got into, I like CrossFit, which is kind of crazy, but (laughs) I went to an all-female CrossFit gym, and it was all Mm. women, and it was all about empowering our bodies and our health and our mind. And it wasn't even about like how LA can be so superficial about how you look and being thin. It was just about getting healthy and eating better because you like yourself and you love yourself and you want to take care of your body. I love that that's like something that happens when you're in community with other women. Like that distinction that we can lift each other up and like care for ourselves in the process. I feel like it's been maybe a couple different moments that fostered a different level of self-care. But in college, after I pledged a sorority, I just felt like I lost myself in the process of trying to be a mover and shaker on campus and like fit into this uh, world. And so I've talked a lot about, you know, the reality of a situation once you enter that situation as opposed to what it feels like on the outside. So once I got in the sorority and felt like this isn't necessarily the sisterhood that I've been looking for, I had to like pull myself back and work on loving myself just as who I am as a person, detached from anything else. And at the time, I thought I was being selfish because I feel like the concept of self-care wasn't as widely talked about and revered as it is now. And then also after that, moving to Hollywood and just being in this business that is constantly telling you no and Mm, you're mm -hmm. getting Mm. no from every angle, (laughs) like more no's than yeses, you have to figure out a way to love yourself. Otherwise, you would implode. Like, I know you took class at the same studio I did, Shakira, but there was a teacher who said... To be an actor, you need to have a sense of radical self-love. And I was like, mm. like, I was like, oh, no, that being a Minnesotan. No, no, not me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that has always been a part. I'm from two very docile cultures, Ghanaian culture and Minnesotan culture, which are like <laughs> not about me, always about other people. And so for some reason, that teacher saying that really stuck and made sense in my head of like, oh, it's okay to be like, I'm the shit going into this audition. I I deserve what I'm going after. And you have to be your own cheerleader. Right. Because yeah, otherwise... mm, mm, mm. I know. (laughs) Shoot, if you wait for (laughs) other people, you might not ever get it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that idea that like you put other people first or what they care about first before you put your own feelings and take your own feelings into account is like so real. And like, I think one of the first acts of self-care that I remember doing for myself was when I left college my first year. Like I went straight to college from high school and I went to Hampton University, lived on campus. And I just realized that I, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> like it wasn't for me. I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew like that was the next step. 
and that my parents would be really upset if I didn't do it. But I, I just I like had to sit with myself and say, this doesn't feel right right now. Mm. And I left. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made because I became a waitress and I got experience in the world and I realized, you know, the things that I do want and then was able to go to college later. And then when I realized that those acts of self-care manifest in me living the life that I want to live, I was like, oh, I'm going to do all the stuff I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's like the, the finding the shit that you love and like not denying yourself that. Like, mm-hmm. not denying your desire. And Ugh. being okay, especially, Ashley, with the parent factor of, like, disappointing, being okay mm. to own that you 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 still did stuff, but it just wasn't in the time that other people mm-hmm. wanted you to do it. You, or, mm-hmm. you know, or accomplish whatever you needed yeah. to for yourself. A big part of my self-care is not listening to outside voices. Just, like, really knowing what I want and what I need. Yeah, and I feel like you do that really well, Ashley. You're very in tune with yourself. And when you need a moment, you take the moment and you get there. And that's a really radical way to, you know, show Am self. I living like love. Audrey Lord said to me. <laughs> yes. I think so. I but think feminist so. thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, kind of speaking of who are the people that inspire your self-care? Like, are there any people that have like modeled it for you that you're like, oh, I saw that and was like, yeah. I think I you all too. know who the background on my phone is. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the background on my phone is a picture of Oprah Winfrey on the day that I was born. And I watched her like many of us growing up, you know, if you your mom was watching it or somebody was watching it. And Oprah fostered this, at the time, it was radical idea of really forming yourself mind, body, and soul and like popularizing that for all kinds of women, but specifically women of color and making that okay. And I keep her on my phone to remind me like, Oprah was looking kind of crazy at that time. Um, People did not like how she looked. I don't believe that, but the industry did not want somebody who looks like that to succeed. And she surpassed like astronomically any vision that anybody could have had for her career. I look at that picture every day to remind myself that anything is possible. And how I practice it in my life is like encouraging myself instead of looking for it from the outside that I can do what I want to do as long as I actually do the work and take the time to do what I say I want. Yeah, Oprah is a good one for me as well. I started listening to her podcast, Super Soul Sunday. and. You know, I don't agree with everything that she says, but she is so intentional about making sure you know you need to take time for yourself and you can't, you know, what's the saying? You can't fill anyone else's cup with mm. when yours is empty. And uh, Yasmin gave me the opportunity to go. And I got to go to Oprah's live taping of her <laughs> podcast. And it was one of the best self-care days I've ever had. And then we looked stupid. We were dancing in the aisles and you like, you feel <laughs> self-conscious, but you're like, I'm finna get this whole Oprah experience. Let me, <laughs> let me do these weird dances in the aisle. Before the world shut down. Before, yes. It was close to the world shutting down too. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think the biggest inspiration for self-care for me was seeing the women in my life who didn't care for themselves. Mm -hmm. My mom was so selfless in like putting her kids first and being in a marriage longer than she wanted to be. And I just 
saw that and was just like, I'm so thankful for your strength, but I'm going to be strong in another way. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just... I want to live my life the way I want to live it completely. I just want to touch on what you said there about the staying in a marriage longer than you Mm. needed to and Mm -hmm. how the generations before us made those. If you want to call it a sacrifice, it was a sacrifice because I'm sure she wanted you guys to grow up in a two-parent household for the reason she was conditioned to believe are important. But that is so real. I see that in some of the relationships in my family too, that like, oh my God, I could never put up with what you're putting up Mm -hmm. with. Yeah. And the idea that it's like someone else's idea of what your life should look like. Mm -hmm. And I think that's at the crux for me. And I think why, like, when I think about this question, obviously, y'all know I'm obsessed with Audre Lorde. I feel like all of her writing really speaks to that core of yourself that like knows what it was right for your spirit not some other person's definition of what you should be or how you should be or how life should be lived. But it's like, what do I really care about? What do I really want to do? What are the things that feed me and keep me alive? One of my favorite images of Audre Lorde is like her on a boat in Lake Tegel in Berlin. And she literally just looks so joyful. It was a picture her partner took of her, I think. Just, ugh. That unabashed, like, I'm claiming my joy and, like, my love for myself, no matter what. Yeah. I I can piggyback off of everything that's been said. I don't know a ton about Audre Lorde outside of what... I'll Yasmin. send you some articles. I know. I feel like you talk about her <laughs> some on very the regular. Lengthy, I know. lengthy articles. <laughs> she made some essays. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I feel like I'm very inspired by the women in my life on wanting to take care of myself more based off of how they were able to or weren't able to. My mom, the same thing in a marriage for, for you know, reasons I can't explain. And for me, I'm like, oh, I love my life. I love myself mm-hmm. too much to subject it to that kind of situation for that long. But I also love how my grandmother, she was probably the most... they called her selfish because of she would go on vacation and not take my mom or take the kids. You know what I mean? (laughs) So like, she's like, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. So she would do things that were considered uh, (laughs) selfish, but low key, it was a level of self-care that I respect. (laughs) You know, isn't that wild that a hardworking mother, and I'm sure she was spinning a million plates at a time and she wanted to get away and that is perceived as selfish. Right? Mm -hmm. That like one moment she's like, this is for me. Mm -hmm. She would go on a cruise and my mom was like, well, that's one thing about my mom. She was selfish. She would go on cruises and not take us and it's just like, (laughs) I can't take y'all occasionally, but nah. (laughs) Right? I need this. (laughs) I feel like when people use the term selfish, it's because they want something Mm -hmm. that you're not going to give them. And like, yeah. why would you go on vacation and take all your stress with you? I understand what <laughs> right? grandma was doing. <laughs> you know? It makes no sense. But your mom wanted to go, so yep. your grandma was being selfish. Yep. I literally remember maybe in like third or fourth grade, the first time my mom ever went on a trip by her. She went to visit her high school friend in California. And I felt like my heart had been ripped out of my <laughs> chest. <laughs> and I, I like apologized to her about that since, but... 
I really was like, no, you can't. How could you even think you have the right to do that? And now I get it. Love you, mom. This is the taboo that's connected with our self-love, our self-care. When we talk about barriers to like getting to this place of uh, just accepting yourself and the things that you want, huh, that people just want to take from you. They want to take and they take and they take and they will. I caught myself the other night writing this angry ass poem. There are so many poems that I like will just never share. But I was just like, do you want the cup? Like, take the cup. And it's like, those are the moments I'm like, I need to take a moment and just pour into myself because I'd be given too much sometimes. You had an incident with a cup? (laughs) <laughs> that's our, that's our, that's our self care right there. Because like I, you know the, the notion of like pouring into others' cups, but you can't pour into other oh. people's cups until your cup is like full. Oh, I got you. And I was like, you know, I'm pouring and pouring, and y'all just keep on taking. But I had a whole ass daydream about David and you in an argument over a cup. <laughs> And that it was so intense that you had to write a poem about it. You want the and cup, David? Take it. He be getting poems, though. I, mean, I know he does. I'm sure we all got a poem or two, honestly. I know, yeah. I know. How did you not, like, as a black woman, I feel like there, I mean, maybe not everyone, but like, there are moments where you're so overwhelmed by an mm-hmm. experience that you just had that, and I know for us as writers, like, there's nothing else you can do, but write it down because it's so heavy and so like, oh my God. (laughs) I feel like I've almost trained myself to immediately remember you can write this. Like when something traumatic happens, Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't be sad, girl. This is comedy later. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Which is nice. And I think that's another factor. Like when you start dating and stuff, Mm -hmm. I went into dating like, a good person so everybody else is going to be a good person too and then mm. oh yeah it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't work out that way unfortunately so having to realize just because your intentions are good doesn't mean other people's intentions Mm. are good or like that they are going to have the same ideals that you have for what a relationship is And I think, too, that's the thing about relationships is like there are times where you both can be right in the way that you understand and take care of yourself in this world. And it's just not right for each other in knowing those boundaries within yourself because you know yourself and you know, like, hey, Mm, I can't. That part. Yeah. Knowing yourself. If you try to ignore yourself and be like, let me just, you know, spin all these plates and try to keep going. Like, you're going to drop it. You know, you can't keep it up if you don't stop to be like. What do I need in this moment? So then you can communicate that to the people around you too. I was dating someone and I didn't realize how much baggage and weight I was carrying from that person until we broke up. And mm. I, I felt like I lost 5,000 pounds instantly just because it was such a heavy thing. And in trying to be selfless and in trying to like be a supportive partner, mm. I took so much of that trauma on. And that is an awakening moment also to be like, oh, like you said, these are my boundaries and what I can give to you without losing myself in Ooh. this thing. Yeah, I think that's a, an important part of self-care is knowing your boundaries and not just like, thinking about them in the moment, but also just like 
concrete. What are my principles? What are my mm-hmm. morals? What are the things that I stand for? So that it makes it easier in those moments to be like, oh, you don't align with my goal. I don't even need to take this on. Right. right. And that I love myself enough to commit my life, my actions, my people around everything. Like I love myself enough to advocate for myself. Right. I know myself enough. As and opposed like a, to ignoring yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get, and, it, it gets pushed down. What you were saying about religion, Kira, even just like the idea that I'm bi and I was just like, oh no, like I can't ever, I, can, I could never because I'm going to burn in a lake of fire or whatever. And it's like, that's not mine. That's not mine to carry. That's someone else's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when the weight of everyone else's expectations get too heavy, what are y'all's favorite ways to like care for yourself? What are your self-care tips? Hot yoga has Mm. been a second religion in my life. I'm so glad that I started doing it. It changed just everything. I feel like on the mat, I can leave. Like, Mm -hmm. like literally leaving that stuff in the room Mm. and sweating it out. And I love it. I poo-pooed hot yoga for a while, but then I tried it and I was like... (gasps) This is transformative. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, was, I did a Bikram yoga. I was in Oakland for a hot second and I started t- doing Bikram yoga every other day. And it was amazing. I was in that hot room for an hour and a half. And Bikram is just like, like <sighs> hot yoga is already like, whew, can I make it through the hour? <laughs> Bikram was like an hour and a half of just being like stretching and dripping and sliding because I was so soaked. <laughs> but it was beautiful. <laughs> Have you watched the Netflix documentary yes. on Bikram? <laughs> no, Karen? I don't yeah. even know. I haven't seen it. You know, oh, you since need you to into watch it, it. I would watch it. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. It's just <laughs> interesting. You want to have information. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I don't know. I haven't seen it. The idea of moving your body physically. Ashley, I really want to publicly thank you and acknowledge you for telling me to buy a pair of skates. I would go to the rink on occasion, but skating has really become the only time and space that I have to myself to be like, or not the only, but like it's something that I allow myself to move and do a thing that like it feels like I'm flying. It checks so many boxes. Uh, all the boxes. <laughs> you could listen to music. You could wear all the cute things you want. It doesn't matter. You're just out. Uh, I I agree. I feel like when I'm having a day or a moment, even if I'm not really, skating is just good for so many things. But like if you're ever having a bad day, go down to Venice Beach and skate. And first of all, everyone loves you. Because you're a cute girl on roller skates. And they're like, hi, what's up? You're just like, it's just, you're getting so much good energy from people. And then also you're moving your body and in, in, uh, flying in the wind. So but good. outside of skating, my self-care, um, like one of my favorite things to do is go shopping. I don't even have to buy anything, guys. Oh, yeah, you too love that. We went to Thailand <laughs> and I found a mall that was on my agenda. And it was the best mall I've been to. Um, I spent, I want to say six to eight hours trying on clothes, putting together (laughs) outfits. I came out with a pair of sunglasses, but like (laughs) it is just so peaceful and I get to do what I want. 
I know how different our self-care was that day. Like, <laughs> Ashley's was going to the mall. Mine's was going to PP Island. And the temples. And mm-hmm. mine's was going to PP Island, another island. More sun, more exploring. And then Yaz was, was the like, beach. I just want to sit on the beach. I just want to swim and then go back to the shore and sit in the sun and then go swim. Anytime I'm connected to the water or like to the ocean, I'm like, ah, I'm home. I'm reconnected. Mm. I'm in my Zen place. Mm-mm, you weren't saying that when you jumped off the back of that jet ski. <laughs> and we're in open water. I know. <laughs> Ashley almost left me in that water. <sighs> yes. No, I, I would never do that. That's not a part of my self-care. Uh, <laughs> I need you around. My top are traveling in essential oils. And, Ooh, girl, um, you and them essential oils. I love them. <laughs> Sometimes I say, Kara, I don't have any bubble gum. I got this peppermint oil. <laughs> but it worked no. on it. It worked on it. The one time I was desperate enough to try it, yes, it did work. And then you just breathe it in. Now you're doing breath work meditation. You're getting it all in. In okay. one multitask. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like my essential oils are an investment, but like, have you guys purchased like crazy stuff that <laughs> for self-care that <laughs> wasn't quite helpful? I mean, I've purchased so many <laughs> things that weren't helpful. <laughs> Were well, they in the vein of self-care? I do love this idea that like our conversation around self-care wasn't necessarily rooted in a thing that you could buy or like some bath bomb. So I'm kind of obsessed with Veluspa candles though. Like I love oh, taking baths so and there's this candle from Veluspa that does give me joy, but it's like, that's not my joy. It's an expensive ass candle from a not black owned company. Like, <laughs> 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 that's not my joy. I go to the spa in LA and mm. now I just don't know if I'm ever going to go again. Like It's the, so sad. Yeah, it? like what? How is that going to work? COVID. Going forward. I wanted to go to the Korean spa for my birthday, March 12th. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm allowed to do that. I'm so glad I didn't go. Oh, no. I low-key was about to let y'all... I was like, I'm not going, but I'll see y'all at the dinner. (laughs) But you never said anything. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all like, ain't nobody about to be in no hot room with a bunch of women coughing. Breathing all that air. Oh. (laughs) Just festering. I feel like the last thing that I bought for self-care, I mean, it turned out working fine, was my vibrator. Oh, Uh, yes. That's important. And she's good. She's She was a good purchase. There are some things money can buy. Yeah. <laughs> for better or for worse than <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> money can buy an orgasm. Uh, yeah. No, but the vibrators, it changes the game. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's a game changer. That you is a an investment. One, a rechargeable one that's waterproof. Mm. I need that. Mm. I need to upgrade my life. You know, I'm <laughs> still using a AA battery. Oh, no. Vibrator. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, and then it die. Okay. It does die. <laughs> but when it comes back, it comes back with Stronger a vengeance. Than ever. When that battery died, it gets all slow. <laughs> then I come back, put that new battery in. It's, oh, oh, it's quick. It's quick. Oh, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for that new jolt every time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wait. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. I will say that one part of my self-care has been over the last few years, Black Girl Magic, our live improv show. It has always been just a sense of so much community and love and joy. And I could have a horrible day, but walk into that room and it's just like, this is where love is. 
And it's like love that's rooted in community. Like, and Kira talked about this kind of at the top, but like that in lifting each other up and creating space for ourselves to play and explore and do the things that we love together and in community with each other. Like self-care is not selfish. Like when you bring your your full self, the things that <laughs> make you come alive to whatever space you're in, like that, that joy feeds your community and feeds the people around you. And like, it feels like a warm cinnamon roll hug. Like Black Girl Magic is truly one of my favorite places. And like... I see the reminders in my calendar now that we're all locked up and it's like, <laughs> I miss you guys. Like, <laughs> But now we have this space to this share love and community. So I, that was all to say that this has also been a part of my self-care. Very much so. A part of my self-care too is like prayer and meditation. And I just, like I said, I feel like I oftentimes in LA feel a lot of different forces and mm -hmm. there are a lot of different energies all over the place just when you walk in the street. And that is something that helps me ground myself in who I am. Like, who yeah. are you outside of what you're trying to do and the career you're attempting to navigate and everything? It just sort of helps me remember like where I came from and who I am. Mm, I love that. Ugh. Affirmations and meditations are my sort of thing. And every morning I give myself the first 10 minutes at the very least of my day to like write down the first things that come to mind, the things that I want for the day, my dreams, like my literal dreams. Um, but that moment to reflect and to like connect outside of like what it is you do. Ugh, I resonate with that so deeply, Mamiya. The necessity of like tuning out everything else and like listening to you and your higher spirit and God and whatever that is. It's also so interesting to see the ways that we all go about getting the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like mommy is, you know, going to religion and meditation to get outside of like those outside voices. And yes, you're doing your journaling. And that's definitely what my road tripping has been like I go mm. into the woods for months at a time. <laughs> Ashley like, disappeared, y'all. We're like, where <laughs> you at, Ashley? <laughs> I'm connecting with She's nature. in a tree currently. Yes. <laughs> I'm crying in front of a waterfall. Right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. And y'all know I love Abraham Hicks as well. So she's one of mm. my, my go-tos. I listen to her uplifting ones that are it's a good morning and everything's working out and it's a nice change of pace. I think, Yaz, you mentioned journaling and I've kept a journal since seventh grade and I didn't even know that that was therapy for me. Like, I didn't know that I was releasing, you guys know how where I grew up and mm -hmm. <laughs> the circumstances. Ooh, so I didn't realize that that was actually my way to deal with my issues mm -hmm. and it's still something I do to this day because some people think writing things down is like, I don't want to remember that. Like I've had mm -hmm. a friend say they don't want to journal because they don't want to remember what they were feeling. But I love to see the progress of oh, how yeah. you grow in your thought. And like when you're like, is this going to happen? It didn't and I'm fine. And something even better happened that I mm -hmm. couldn't even imagine would happen. Or like looking back on those moments, like I remember making a decision that I had once approach before and then being like, let me go back on my journal and see how I felt then. <laughs> right? And if I feel the same way and if I know I need, you know, the decision I can make based on the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's nice. Stop. Oh. Self-care. 
so fun. Definitely down. Clearly, we are all down with (laughs) self-care. You know what else I'm down with? Giving advice. Yes. Yes. But uh, I think we need a word from our sponsors really quick. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome back. All right, y'all ready to give this advice? Yes. I mean, we're going to do our best. <laughs> we're going to try. <laughs> All right. We always do our best. Mm-hmm. So today's advice letter reads, my name is Jason. Hello, Jason. Okay, real name. Okay. Right? I'm like, okay. Okay, Jason. Okay. (laughs) Jason says, I was born and raised in Beverly Hills, but my parents are immigrants. My best friend is white and about a year ago moved to NYC to work on her master's degree. And I recently took a job with her mother. Hmm. Because of COVID, it's been impossible finding work. The job seemed perfect. Mm, But I recently... (laughs) Right, they (laughs) always do at the beginning. You're like, oh, Yay. A week later. Um, (laughs) The job seemed perfect, but I recently noticed with everything that's going on with the racial pandemic. What's a racial pandemic, Jason? Mm, He's trying to put things together. (laughs) I I see where you're going. I know what he's trying to do. I know what he's talking about. 
I see that her mother is borderline racist. Oh. Okay. Not full Karen, but close enough. My question is, how do I tell my best friend that her mother is a racist without hurting her feelings? (laughs) Should I keep working for her? Wow. I would first like to say... Fuck her feelings. Um, If she is a racist, she should know that and be tactful for sure. Don't, you know, lead with anger, but... uh, Fuck her feelings. Yeah. Fuck her feelings. Jason, You, I feel like you know the answer to this, man. Like, you asking these questions, should I tell her? Yes, she needs to go handle that so that you don't have to be the recipient of that racist rhetoric. And then also... No, you should not keep working for her. See, I can't tell a man to give up gainful employment during a pandemic, a race pandemic, according to him. (laughs) (laughs) I think he should find another job and then quit. That is the most practical way to do it. But I feel like mm, 85% of the people I grew up with's parents are racist and... I can see it right now (laughs) in their radio silence with what's going on in the world. Um, So I kind of feel, I get what he means of not feeling completely comfortable just to blow the whole thing up and call her out, which I'm not a white apologist. I'm not a, you know, whatever. But I do get having friends who their families are not aligning with the times right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answered the question, but, but I feel you, Jason. One of the things that I read recently from Michaela Cole um, in her article is just like a level of empathy. She tries to live her life with that level. So it's like, uh, we got to call it out. But also like some people genuinely just haven't had the opportunity to do better yet. And mm-hmm. if they're still showing off and not showing up, then fuck that. But if if they are trying and don't really, haven't fully figured it out, it's like, if you're just ignorant, that's one thing. If you're choosing to be ignorant and or being crappy, well, then you can't be working for this woman and you got to let, you know, the friend know. I think the only way to find out, though, the difference between those two, if they're being ignorant willfully mm-hmm. or if they don't know, is calling them out. Yep. You know, you have to see how that reaction happens. And you want to make sure, you, you know, anyone gets called out and they're going to be defensive. You know, I've been called out and was wrong and was still <laughs> still held with defensive. <laughs> and so it's going to be tense for a moment, but it's the only way to take the next step, I think. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. feel like it's always necessary? Like, is it is it my passiveness to be like, I'm out? I don't feel like being your teacher or facilitating this conversation with you versus hitting it head on? I suppose there's no right or wrong answer. But again, y'all know I love Audre Lorde. She says it's better to speak than be silent. And to Mm -hmm. Ashley's point about her mom will never know that she's racist or doing things that are harmful to people of color. If she doesn't, if she doesn't know about it. But like there has to be a desire to do better. And if that's not there, then it would be a waste of your time. And there are other places that you can work, Jason, that will (laughs) value you as your full self and who you are and what you do and what you bring to the world in a way that like, and I'm finding more and more now with everything, like you have to vocalize what it is that you that you want, that you need, and the things that you feel and the experiences you have. Yeah. That's a really good point, Yes, And thinking 
back to the self-care thing, like to say like, oh, I'm just going to avoid this situation because who cares? Your voice matters or like the way that you feel is valid, mm-hmm. whether it yep. hurts somebody's feelings or not, or makes them uncomfortable. It also makes it harder to speak up the next time if you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It just builds. I feel like a good way to tell this Karen mother, this mother that she's racist, is like, let's petition Cosmo to have like a Are You Racist quiz in their magazine. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then people could fill it out and then they would find out in a, you know, setting that is acceptable to them if they're racist or not. Or like a 23 and me. <laughs> How can she draw blood to see if you're racist? Were your ancestors slaveholders? <laughs> and also answer these questions. <laughs> Do you think this is funny with a person in blackface? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. All right, Jason. So all you got to do is get Cosmo to um, do a poll no or get 23andMe to change up the way they doing stuff and or test for could, racism. You could just uh, give her a book. Uh-huh. Or send her Tell her articles. how you feel. If she is somebody who you, she grew up watching you grow up and thinks you're the good one or whatever, your, your opinion is valid. And yeah. this is your best friend. You know, like someone who cares about you, someone who loves you will hear that you are being harmed in X amount of ways and will stand up and say, I got your back. You Maybe. Know? And they have to know their mom is a, a little bit of a racist, but low key yeah. people be knowing. How you don't know that? You've heard your, somebody say something questionable or out of pocket. Um, even, and, you know, my mom has said things and I'm like, mom, that's not racist, but like, the way you saying that, and it's a little ignorant. It's a oh, little, being home in Virginia, I'm definitely it's a little filling up on some old slurs. Mom, you're slurs. Not to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, hey, uh oh. Look, here's the thing: we're all not raised in homes with education that is diverse, so yeah, I, we have to meet people where they are sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. <laughs> well, my parents, I'm meeting them where they are. She's going, yeah, of I, I choose my you, parents. Your parents are worth the investment. Your best friend's mom might well, might be worth the investment. But like homeboy on Facebook that you went to college with 10 years ago, trying to convince him. Yeah, don't waste your energy. Yeah. yeah. Don't. Not worth it. All right, Jason, are you confused enough now? (laughs) 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 We gave you a plethora of things (laughs) to choose from. Uh, Pick your own adventure, baby. Pick your own adventure. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed the conversation. Um, I know I did. We hope that you share this and review the podcast because it really helps us out and we want to know what you think. Mm -hmm. Yes. And come kiki with us on our social media at Obama's Other Daughters on Instagram, at OOD Improv on Twitter. And on Facebook, we're Obama's Other Daughters. And if you need some advice, y'all know where to find us. OOD podcast at Gmail. Send us an anonymous letter. You know, sleepless in Seattle. Hungry, hating my mama's cooking. Whatever you want to call yourself, go for it. And send us a letter. We love to hear from you. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. Bye. 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 You Down is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.